Blog Talk Radio. Oh my God! Live on Camera Today Live. That's right. Yeah. Hey, it's it's Veterans Day, everybody. Thank you for Yay. your service, all you veterans out there. Just want to get that out of the way at the top here. I'm Dax Carlisle, and I got my fabulous host, Mary Brown. But hey, we're really lucky today because we've got Pamela Steele. Oh my God! God. Let me tell Yay. you. Let me tell you about Pamela Steele. Oh my God. Okay, so. She's a, an artist and deck creator, tarot teacher, author, certified tarot master, member of the Tarot Guild board. <laughs> um, I know I'm forgetting stuff. It, it, a decent cook. I'm a decent a cook. A decent cook. Yeah. We could go on forever, you know, but a belly call- dancer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a belly dancer. Don't forget that. But, you know, we thought we'd have Pamela on because the third edition of the Steel Wizard. It's out, folks. Oh, Yay. my God. And look at this box. I mean, I would just get it just for the box. You know, I don't care what's inside. <laughs> I just want the box. <laughs> it's gorgeous. Look at that. Pamela Steel, Steel Wizard Tarot, the third edition, the language of the soul. And isn't it, though? Isn't it, though? Well, welcome to the show, Pam. We're so glad you could join us. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me here. This, this is, is awesome. This is going to be fun. This is going to be fun. So, so just so you could see, <laughs> look, how many extra cards are in the Steel Wizard this time? There's 10. The same number. And that's what oh, okay. gets me. I don't know what. Because I have the cards. original, you know, and I was wondering. Well, here's the second edition. And when you look without dropping them. When you look, they've used a completely different cardstock. They're just phenomenal. This is a substantial cardstock. I'm just going to say. It is. There's the back, everybody. Can you see But I will say this, too. What I discovered when I pulled them out of the box, I thought, even my hands aren't that big. But what I've been doing is taking half the deck, shuffling, half the deck, shuffling, and then splitting them again. And I'm just shuffling them part at a time. And then that way... You take, say, this many, and you start – you don't read Ruth's reversals, I do, but I flip and turn them every time. And then oh, okay. they're so much easier to shuffle. They shuffle like a dream if you don't have quite that many. So I know, I know some, people, that. some people do the up and down, too. Uh, yeah, so, and so they're again – shuffling just, sideways, they shuffle up and down. Yeah, just take – And that would work. I'm really you know? clumsy doing that. But, yeah, half the deck is – Way easier, and you can just keep going until that's how I got them actually all mixed up. And and ah, there's one of my girls, um, and actually shuffled to, to where I felt comfortable using them. So, yeah, and now they feel seasoned again. Yes, take a while, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, and if you have a, a nice big spray cloth, you can just push it all out, mix it up, do the chaos method. And bring it back together in, into a, a, the deck. That's an easy or couple of you can deck. walk into a room holding them like so, trip, 
scatter them all over. Scatter the them all over the floor. Well, but and then try to find card them. Yeah, well, eighty-eight card pickup, and yeah, okay. and then you're sitting at at eighty-seven, thinking, where did that last one hide? But yeah, it was a miscount. It wasn't. <laughs> Oh, but wow. don't, I don't recommend it. I really don't. <laughs> so real quickly, I want to mention Jason is in the chat room. Michelle, Metheny, one of our fabulous. Hey, everybody. Yellow's in there, too. Also, and everybody's going happy Veterans Day. Happy Veterans Day. Hi, Pam. Happy Veterans Day. Hello. That's awesome. That's awesome. And we have some people starting to get on the phone lines here. And you can call the show, too, 714-816-4628. As soon as you get through, press the one on your dial pad. That'll let us know you want to be live on air with us. If you can't call in today, join us in the chat on the YouTube Live. Just go over to our YouTube channel, Tarot Today Live. It's that at sign, Tarot Today Live. Yep, you can just pop in there and you can get in the chat room. You can ask in the chat room, right, Mary, for a reading or questions. Yes, they can. You can ask for a mini reading. If you don't have a specific question, you can just say, pull a card for me, please. You don't have to ask if you can ask for a reading. You don't have to take a number. There's no line, no waiting. We take them in the number that, you know, in the order that they appear and, you know, when Dax sees them. Mm. <laughs> but and also, um, but that's just for general readings. Also, you can ask a specific question too, or you don't even have to ask for a reading. If you have a question for our guest today, Pam, about making the deck, if we don't get to, you know, the question you want, you wanted us to ask, you mm-hmm. know, then go ahead and pop in something you want to know about either the deck or, or Pam in her life. <laughs> ask really intense personal questions no <laughs> don't do that <laughs> but also you can ask about the tarot guild you can ask about tarot reading tarot cards crystals and all kinds of stuff like ask us anything we have three knowledgeable people here we surely we can answer your question <laughs> yep absolutely I was just sent, Pam was in the in the background asking me for the link to the YouTube. So there's the link, Pam, if you want to jump in the chat. Uh, well, sure. that's kind of what I'm looking for. Uh, yeah, if, there we go. Hey. Yeah, whoop. make sure you turn the sound off on that tab, otherwise you're going to get a feedback loop. Just so you know. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. Awesome stuff. Hey, Pam, did you pick a card of the day? I did. I did. Oh, okay. Um, What'd you get? I got a warrior. How appropriate. I got the Knight of Pentacles. Ooh, tell us about that. Warrior on Veterans Day. Mm. How appropriate. Who would have thunk? I have no idea. I, but what, okay, this is slow, steady growth. And I mean, right now with the way that the world is, this is what I was thinking when I was going through the deck is what advice can you show me i mean we're all going to interpret according to our personal filters and stuff but what can you show me how do i move forward how do we as humanity how do we how do we continue because sometimes it's just not feasible i mean you can't change the whole world but how do you change your little corner of it well one step at a time slow steady growth just take your time 
don't let anything around get you're not going to get on seated you're not going to get bucked off this is a nice quiet horse for some reason a war horses they can be so consequently what it told me was we're doing what we need to be doing we're holding on to what we need to hold on to we're replacing what needs to be replaced we're we're fixing things as we go in each of our corners and these these effects ripple out and they join and that's like the three of us and everybody else that that comes on board we're all working towards the same goals. We have different approaches, but we're working towards the same goals. And that's what this card told me, which made me very happy. I'm awesome. Oh, Jason in the chat room. Remember we were talking about throwing the cards? He said, I threw a bunch of flashcards on the floor today for my English class. Then they have to run and find the flashcard. The kids love it. <laughs> Uh, that sounds fun. So we could do I that with it. the tarot cards. We just like walk in. Well, they're be free. You walk in the room, you throw them, you go, okay, pick a card up. Fly, be free. Yeah. Oh, what'd you get for card of the day, Mary? Well, I chose a tarot card from the Tarot de Maria Celia by Leonard Jim Narciso, and I got the Wheel of Fortune. Wheel of Fortune wow. card, and then I chose a crystal card as well and got opal to go with that. And so, like, to me, you know, the Wheel of Fortune, a lot of times we say it represents change. And, but, you know, when it comes up in the spread, I'm always like, what is it? What's it turning towards? You know, how, what kind of change is this? And in this case, it's, it's turning, it's turning towards opal and this is from uh Rochelle Sharman's uh crystal wisdom deck or whatever and in this deck opal represents joy and you have all these beautiful different colors in the stone I love opal I'm wearing an opal right now actually on on a ring and so I feel like it's time to really like you know we all go through change right change is the one constant is the is the old cliche but it's like find the joy in it. You know, if you are going through something, you've got to find the joy in it. You've got to find the happiness in it. You've got to find that that feeling, no matter what it is. And, you know, sometimes, you know, it's just we go through something really crazy. And, like, the best thing about it is that we found a way to laugh about it. You know, and that's an expression of joy, too. So look for the fun. Look for the humor. Look for the happiness, no matter what you're going through because that matters. How you feel matters regardless of what you're doing. So that's what I got. What about you, Dex? What about your card of the day? Seven of Cups from Steel Wizard. There you go. Beautiful. I love it. I love it. So normally, you know, these things, well, I shouldn't say normally. I should say in the Waitsmith version, the, all these things up here are floating in a cloud, right? But I like how she's looking out the window and and not even necessarily looking at, at the different objects up here, which represent different possibilities and things like that. You know, seven is the seeker in numerology, you know, so I think she she's the seeker. And so the message today is seeking. Um and then when you look at the numerology of the day, it's 1111, right? <laughs> so you got well, master, master number 11, the master illuminator number, learning and teaching. Also, the entire date today, 1111, 2023, you add it all up and reduce 
you get 11. So that's really powerful. And I want to say combined with this, it makes a lot of sense, you know, so um, I think it's a day of seeking. It's a day of learning, you know, look at, it's the big picture. It's not the minutia. It's take a step back and look at all the different possibilities before you do a little bit of learning, you know, uh, go on Udemy, see what, you know, what's the courses everybody is studying, right? Go, go on YouTube and other social media, what's trending, you know, and it'll give you some ideas. So that's what I got. I also use the eternal seeker because I'm I'm wondering, okay, how do we approach this? And I got wisdom. Wisdom. And and this deck, this deck was based on the major arcana out of the steel wizard. Very interesting. So I thought, yeah, I should pull one of these cards too, because it's feeling neglected over here. So there we go. We got wisdom. Wow. I have a question for you about the, the major arcana in the, Still with the tarot, you yes. didn't stop at 22. No. <laughs> and I was just wondering, like, what was it that made you go further? And, you know, what, what did, did you feel like it was, there was things that the major arcana, like in the, say, the right away Smith or something, like left out that should have been in there? Like, what, what was the, what was the thing? What happened? <laughs> When I, got really my very, well, I got, when I got my first tarot deck, it was because my cousin and I were in Fort Worth, um, Texas, waiting on parts for the, the companies that both of our husbands and we worked for at the time. And the parts were not ready yet, so we ended up having to kill a couple of days, which was watching a slow death. But anyway, she was born and raised around there, so she knew the place like the back of her hand. And it was on a Saturday, and the whole of the city that she took me to was closed down on the weekend. Who knew? It was brick streets. Um, there was a, a fountain that wasn't running, blah, blah, blah. But we went in between two buildings, turned left, and there was a sign hanging up on in the alley that read Bell Book and Candle. Okay. So we go in, and she does the Vanna White. Choose one. And I'm looking at this display case, and there was maybe between 10 and 12 different tarot decks in it. And this is 1978 eight or nine. Mm. I, I can't remember exactly how old my kids were. <laughs> so I can't remember exactly when it was. But um, anyway, I, I looked at it and I said, what do I need a tarot deck for? Like that's, I knew what it was, but I'd never even seen one. And she said, she walks over, she grabs my face with both hands and she gets right up in nose to nose with me. It makes me look at her with both eyes and says, because you need a visible means of prophecy. So you quit freaking people out. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so I grabbed, a, the only one that really appealed to me was the Rider Waite Smith deck. And I thought, mm-hmm. okay, we get it back to the hotel, and this is where it got interesting. I laid them all out on my side of the room, on the bed, and I'm looking them over, and I said, where are the rest of them? Well, she kind of had an absolute, what the, are you, and so she goes through them, card by card, they're all here. I said, yeah, but there's no, there's no card for absolute truth, there's no card to represent young women, there's no card for this, for that, and she just said, read them. So I did. And that wow. it twenty years later, yeah, it was seventy nine because twenty years later in October nineteen ninety nine, she called me again and said, You know that deck that's been in your head for twenty years? And I said, Yeah. She said, Get it out. Get it get it drawn, painted, whatever you want to do with it, because she was with a, a guy that was starting a publishing company and he wanted a signature tarot deck. 
And I started wow. October 1999 on the 21st of October, and June 21st, they were delivered. Wow. That's, that's, that's less than a like, year. What year was that again? Um, 99 to 2000. Oh, yeah. Okay. And it, it they're, they're like 10 by 14. They were done with pencil crayons, as we call them in Canada. And I kept running out of yellow and, and white because those are the ones I used for blending and softening and, and getting the colors yeah. just the way I wanted them. And so I wrote to the company and explained to them what I was doing. And could could I please purchase a a box of each of these colors because, you know, I need them. And yeah. I've got a boot box of everything now. And I'm, I'm out of these. I'm running out of yellow, well, cadmium yellow, bright cadmium yellow and, and white. And bless their hearts, they sent me huge boxes of each color. And so oh, wow. just let us, just be sure you say that this is who, how you did them. Because they weren't <laughs> taken seriously as serious art colors because, but I liked them because they were softer and I could get yeah. deeper tones oh, with them. Yeah. And I could take them to work and nobody's going to smear them or nothing like that instead of working in oils like I usually did. But that's how it happened was I needed more information, period. Mm, I wasn't yeah. getting the clarity that I needed because I felt like I was second guessing myself sometimes. And that doesn't work for me. I need solid something. And so yeah. I added those cards in because it takes you, me, it took me beyond duality into the realm of just spirit when it comes to the majors. Um, I love that. Somebody said, well, isn't the Weaver just like the Wheel of Fortune? Absolutely not. Um, Soul Twins is nothing to do with the lovers. Soul Twins is about exploring your shadows. Uh, yeah. The lovers, it's about choice, you know, between what is sacred and profane in my book. So yeah. every card in there, and the universe is not the same as the world because the world is a certain level of attainment where in the Steel Wizard, the universe represents that still point between two extreme powers. You've got you've got this solid material world that we live in, feet are on the ground, and yet we're stretched as spirit into the universe. And so then it comes together in the human body and we fracture this. And color our world with these emotions, but it's yeah. not the world card. It is it is that still point that we are whenever we reach that point where we're functioning as total beings. It's interesting because some decks actually change the world to the word universe. Yes. You know, and that's perfectly fine, I suppose, you know, but it's yes. interesting. No, no decks have both. So this is really cool. Mine does. <laughs> yeah, that's really cool. And then... And then in the court cards, you added um, courts, You added the maidens. Can you can you tell everybody about about that and what those well, cards represent to you? Originally, it was to represent young women because I'll just use the pages. No, I'll just use the knights. No, 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 no. Just a thousand times no. And so I came up with the maidens, and it wasn't until I finished the deck that I even know what they were for. And it just, it was one of those, okay, now now what do I do with them now that I'm supposed to write this little, here's how to read the guidelines for interpretation. And it's the potential. It's the potential for each suit. These maidens embody that absolute potential. And so in a spread, if it's at the foundation, then you know that you've already tapped into it. If it's upside down, you well, I read reversal stacks, doesn't. But that means that you're not you're not developing your potential. I mean, there's a multitude of things that you can do with this mm. now that I know what it means. I would okay. still use them for young women. Oh, I do. I do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I didn't. I didn't actually know about that. I um, 
when I looked through the deck, I really didn't notice. I saw the maidens, but then I thought that, oh, she just changed the name of the pages to maidens. Pages I didn't realize that you added them. So, so there's, there's maidens, pages, knights, queens, and kings? Five. Oh, no wonder the deck is this tall. I'm just saying. <laughs> By the way, I did, I, I did what you said. I cut it in half, and I could rifle them then. Yes. And then I put them back together. And I'm doing the overhand, you know, thing. Yep. And I also laid them all out in piles and, and you know, mixed yep. up the piles. I'm like trying different things, figuring out how to, uh, how to shuffle the thing. <laughs> hey, in the old days, well, you know, the 80s, you know, they started coming out with uh, <laughs> machines. Uh, you, you know, of course, the casinos all, already already had this stuff. But I mean... You know, it was advertised on, you know, only on TV, you know, you know, those kind of, you know, and you could buy this machine, you stick your deck in and it, it shuffled the deck, you know, for you. And I'm like, that's what we need. We need a tarot deck shuffling machine that'll get on that. Yeah. Hey, I would be amazed if somebody hadn't created one already at some point. I got to do a Google search. Maybe someone has it. I never thought. No, why not? Home. Absolutely. Let's see. Is there more um, ooh, more callers coming in? More callers coming in. If you have any questions in the chat, remember to pop them in there. Oh, Jason says, wow, there could be a whole show about spiritual art. Hmm? Yes. Yeah. When he says a whole show, I don't know if he's talking about a, like a separate YouTube slash radio show or if he's talking about we should do an episode on spiritual art. I was thinking episode, but now that I reread what he said, he might be m meaning a whole show. Well, Jason will let us know. And Yellow <laughs> Yellow had the exact same question. Yellow was like, uh, why are there extra cards? Are they additional or supporting cards for the main deck? <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, they're Actually, cards. They are, but I when I first the very first event I went to was Bats in in San Francisco, and this was I think in 2011. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I took some of the copies with me. It was the original run, which there is I have one left. Other than that, they're out of print. There are a few people that I still, still have, have my these. copy. <laughs> there you go. Somewhere, but, but somewhere I it's in my boxes. Uh, I hear that. But what happened was, oh shit, and I lost. I lost my train of thought. You're at bats and something happened. Oh yeah. Something happened at bats. Thank you. A lot of things <laughs> happened at bats. First of all, I ran into Tom Sheck and, and he's now officially my little brother. And he Major was taking Tom me around. Sheck. Yes. Earth to Major Tom. Um he was taking me around and introducing me and this one fella, and I'm not gonna say who he was because we ended up being really good friends. He told me flat out that, you know, you're nothing more than a heretic for trying to change this. And I said, Okay. You know, like, ooh, hardly your opinion. Anyway, he was going on and on. And throughout the show, and then finally on a Saturday afternoon, he floats by and he said, do you have an extra copy of your deck here? I'd like to buy one. And I said, yeah, in fact, I'll even wholesale it to you. And he said, okay. He said, now, my question is, can I take the extra cards out and just read it as a normal tarot? I said, yeah, because nothing, none of the numbering's changed. Nothing changed except the addition. And, of course, the cards court cards aren't technically numbered so yeah you could do that yeah so about not? two weeks later he posted, and it was hilarious 
he'd gotten back to where he lives and his first tarot client comes in and he's going to try to give this deck a run because he's already been seasoning it and everything else. But he's taken out the extra 10 cards mm-hmm. and he starts to to put the cards on the table and he gathers them all up. He said, I, I had to put the other cards in because, quote, it didn't feel like I was playing with a full deck. <laughs> and I then he told me, he said, I didn't think at the time. That, him in particular, know, he's never playing with a full deck, if you know what I mean. <laughs> probably not. But anyway, anyway, by the time it, it all kind of settled, he thought, well, what are the odds of one of the 10 showing up in a spread? He got I think he said three or four. I can't remember. Then he said, so for the first time in over 20 years, I've got to get out a book to read what they're supposed to me. So I know the guidelines. So I know what they're telling me. And I'm thinking, yeah, but now he just loved it. Once he, once he gave it a run and yeah. And these are so so interesting. So everybody can see here's one of them. This is the weaver card number Mm -hmm. 22 of the major arcana. Yeah. And then we oh, have the full universe, book. which is also the, the image you see on the cover of the deck. That's card 23 of the Major Arcana. Truth. Okay. I love this. And I love that she's holding a mirror up. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And the rune, the Look the rune right on the, the back of the I mirror. like there being a card like that because, you know, if that yeah. comes up, man, that'll really hit the client. You know, it's like. It does. Mm-hmm. And the rune on the back is the rune for self. Mm. The, and this is card. interesting too. This is maybe can you kind of tell us a little bit about this? Soul twins. Oh, soul twins. Soul yeah. twins is all about your shadow side. In other words, validating your shadow side because it took every millisecond of every heart. Her hair is becoming a dragon. I just Yes, it. it is. Absolutely. <laughs> Isn't that great? But the beauty of it dragons. is is that we tried to deny what we did because it wasn't us. Well, of course it wasn't you, but in order to fully embrace who you are, you have to know who you're not. So you have to honor that part of you, the the shadow that you think is so bad, you know, mm-hmm. lose the judgment. It had to happen or you wouldn't be here now. Simple. Yeah, I love that. And then the evolution card, number 26. Mm-hmm. I so, love how you see the different, you know, kind of the evolution of the of the person that we see in there. It's the evolution of ourselves. It right? looks like they're ascending and becoming. Yeah. A- yeah. Or hopefully we get wiser. We evolve in that way. And then the last major arcana is this gorgeous. The I am card. Or the cosmic yeah. chicken. I don't know how many people have said, is that supposed to be a chicken? Yeah, it is. <laughs> Not really. It was just, it was my. It's supposed my to be a bird. So my my okay, it's it's like that old joke about uh the, the woman that walks by her daughter's room and she's really busy. She's like four years old and she's drawing and very, very serious. And her mom says to her, Honey, what are you doing? And she says, I'm drawing a picture of God. And she goes right back to work and her mom thinks about it for a second. She says, Well, you know, honey, nobody really knows what God looks like. And she said, Well, if you'd let me finish. You know, and that's I could show what, you. <laughs> Hello. That's what I was thinking as I'm doing that, that, drawing that picture, and it was just, I couldn't stop laughing. And yeah, but that's I the colors. That. I like the colors. Yeah. And then the, and then the maiden cards that we were just talking about. I love the oh. eyes of the maidens. They oh. just strike me so mm. much. And that see the is, elephant. 
and the whale's tail in the background and over her head is an all-seeing eye. Those are things that are in there that I didn't know were there until Donna Leigh De La Rose pointed them out. It's amazing. And then here's the Maiden of Cups. Oh, by the way, Jason said I was right. He was talking about doing an episode on spiritual art. The Maiden of Wands and then What's the Maiden this? of Swords. And those, everybody, oh, wow. those, are, those are the extra cards that, that we've been talking about. And I think it's a fabulous um, addition to them because I, because I do think that tarot's been around since the 1400s. And mm-hmm. it's evolved over time. And we've seen decks that have an added card here or an added card there. Yeah, one or two. But there isn't always, like, a real, like, a sense of why, mm. you know. And the maidens, to me, especially, like, made a lot of sense. I'm like, oh, yeah. You know, especially with the court cards. I mean, 16 court cards doesn't cover it all. Oh, I, I got two things real quick. One is... That it, when I think back all the way to the very beginning, first time I ever, you know, looked through a deck, looked through a book on tarot, you know, that struck me. I, I didn't see like missing cards except for the court cards. I was always thinking the same thing, like, where's the girls? You know, I mean, I, I just didn't understand why there was pages, but there wasn't, you know, maidens, you know. Mm-hmm. It just didn't make any sense to me. But then I started learning about the structure of tarot. It's all about the structure. And there's a reason why it's 78 cards. There's a reason why all the different, you know, the 22-page arcana cards, because there's, uh, that's master number 22. There's a whole lot of numerology involved there. And so, right, you know, after I learned that, I was like, oh, okay, well, yeah, I, I can see why there can't be extra cards. But now, you know, jump ahead three or four decades, you know, now I'm like, uh, you know, maybe we do need more. <laughs> I think Especially the maiden. But, wait, you need to, but that's the yeah. first thing. The second thing that goes with it is, you know, this whole time, remember I said, I've been trying different ways of shuffling the deck. And when I get done shuffling a deck and I go to start, I always uh, cut it in the center and put the part on the bottom on the top and, and pull off the top. But the card on the bottom of where I split, I call this the heart of the matter card. And when I just did that, look what I got. The emperor card, card wow. four, structure. <laughs> just what we were talking about. Look at the cards, too. They're color-coded. Each of the yeah. suits has their own color, and the majors have their own color. And I did that because... I wish more decks would do that. Well, yeah. It was just one of those originally it was in the borders and so when it came mm. to doing this and oh my goodness the, i finally actually did just some mock-ups of what i wanted and sent it to the art department because I, I know it was a communication gap this is what this i need to see it this way this this has to be this way I, and i mean i'm happy to work with them they come up with some brilliant stuff that was something that i wasn't going to I was going to bend on. Is, mm. is I need them color coded because when people first start learning tarot, they have to really stop. I need to, I need to be able to see at a glance what I'm looking at, and yeah. then take it from there, because then I can go into it. But I need to know where to start, and that made the difference to me. Was yeah, exactly. 
Now, you know, a lot of people don't like the tower card, but I got to tell you, this is maybe my most favorite card in the deck because <laughs> I'm big into, in, into dragons, you know, and if you're going to have a steel wizard, you have to have dragons if you have wizards, right? But no, dra- you know, I was born in the year of the dragon. Anything dragon, I'm all over it. My first tower deck was the dragon tarot. And I, actually, I wish, I wish somebody would do a new one. Anyway, but uh, yeah, get on that, people. Uh, but uh, I love this. You know, the dragon, like, squishing the tower in the center there, but you still have the lightning. Awesome. <laughs> you know, one of, one of my favorite cards is actually, like, the Five of Cups. Really? And I love, you know, the, the feeling of it. You know, the Five of Cups, to me, you know, it... Cups cards are about emotional, you know, content, right? You know, um, the five of cups, that sense of like feeling let down and disappointed. And, you know, I just, I think that image like really conveys that sense of like, oh, oh you know, there's something it's not else. over, but there's... you know, the, the cup is over, it's still the other person. It's like the way the shoulders yeah, are, like... the, the, you know, the physical I got a question, really Mary. says so much of it. Do I? I... I, I don't want to look through all 5,000 cards to find that one. Can you, can you hold it up again? Tell me, um, so there on the, sh- on the ledge, on the shelf of the window there, the windowsill, there's three cups upright, right? Yep. Yeah. And, and I see one on the table. Where's the fifth one? On the floor. Right. On, on the, the floor. floor? On the floor. There's something else about that. I don't know if you guys noticed is in like the Wait Smith version. Three of three of the cups have been knocked over, and there's two upright behind the person crying over spilt milk card. You know, and if he would only turn around, he would see those two. This is actually more powerful because there's three full upright cups right there that he is not noticing, and he's he's you know crying over spilt milk over only two that have spilt over, which shows you how. Um, how we can react uh, or overly react to, you know, a small loss that really doesn't matter because there's all this that we're not paying attention to that we still have. You know, and especially so like because that they're in the, in that open window, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. because it's like you, you can see like, Hey, look, you know, there's so much more out there. There's so much more yeah. out there than the thing that's making you just like, feel like that but but Pamela I just think you know the the way you do like the human figures in this deck is just so expressive and so helpful like mm-hmm. I'm somebody who you know I I read be, based on like um you know empathically kind of like the feeling and so like it helps me to have a deck that like is expressive even though I love like mm-hmm. Carol de Marseille decks and stuff where you know the the uh, the miners aren't so expressive, but like just that. Look at that expression on the person's face, and yeah. you know that that was your card of the day. The Dax drew the the seven of cups, but mm. you know you're able to convey a lot of stuff. And so, regardless of what the question is, when you pull a card and you look at the character and look at their expression and their body language, it tells you so much about the answer to the question. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Well, Jason and 
the folks in the chat are are saying, oh, they're already planning out uh, Steel Wizard Edition Four, and <laughs> and they're talking about okay, we need we need a trans card, we need a non-binary and a gay card. Well, you know what? They could be in there. You just you're just not seeing them yet. I mean, I've had several people ask me if the if this card is a woman mm. because of the expression and just there's a softness to the features of the knight. Yeah, interesting. And then you've got so, the maiden one where she's dressed as a knight. Yeah. Mm. So I mean, it just depends. Yeah. You know, it's what you see. It's what you need to see. That's right. what you're gonna find. Oh, and one one other card I wanted to mention was your Empress. I love your Empress. Thank because, you. yeah, so often, you know, we'll see the pregnant woman as the Empress or whatever. And most decks, it's like, oh, you know, she's just this paragon of beauty and everything's so easy. It's like, have you ever been pregnant? it is not (laughs) so wonderful every moment you know there's times like that where you're just feeling like that (laughs) Mm. okay finally pregnancy like looking something like it really feels exactly yeah and she's kind of like doing this god really like uh (laughs) tell me about Pam, tell me about the book. Like, is, is this a new book written for this edition, or and who wrote it? Did you write it? Yes, yes, and yes. Okay. Um, the original book, that thing was put together in about four days. <laughs> yeah, I, lo- yeah. I lost my author at the last minute. Um, we were getting ready to go to print, and I, I, I wrote the book out, and I sent it to the printer, because this is all self-published. I sold my house to print print that first deck and uh yes i sold my house i said you heard that mm-hmm. um and what happened was i got it sent and my computer crashed and so it didn't get through long story short ended up the guy that was that owns the print company finally read the book because he reformatted it for me it wouldn't hold the formatting in the computer that i borrowed borrowed so it was kind of a rush job, the whole thing through, but it gave him a working knowledge of tarot. And by the time we got that deck delivered, like by the time it was from the printers and on my doorstep, he had opened a new department for tarot and hired a graphic artist. And to this day, they have printed thousands and thousands and thousands of decks. Okay. So it opened a door for them. It started that whole, I mean, this was before Kickstarter. This was, well, this was in the year 2000, so 20, almost 24 years ago that this all, well, it was 24 years if you want to count 99. So it's been a while getting out there, you know? Mm. And it was all about just getting it done. But this book, on the other hand, this one, this combines pretty much everything I could think of that needed to be said Mm. and done with tarot. And when you like it even goes through the myths it goes through um ethics it it even has a chapter here on what is tarot so anybody that doesn't know this is the best way i can explain it and keeping a journal all of it it all goes through it and then it it has a a blurb on the court cards and how to read them both ways it has um a graft in there uh where you can if you're you're drawing multiple cards like if you have two to two to three kings or two to four kings in a in a spread 
um, are they upright or reversed, et cetera, et cetera. It goes through everything that I could think of. And I also threw in um, a little quick thing on how to interpret the runes. It's just, this is the rune, this is the letter it corresponds to, I think. And this is, the, yeah, this essentially what it stands for, what it means, okay? And this whole, this book, I think, took me, oh my gosh, it took a while. But I wanted to make sure that everything, if anybody had never picked up a tarot deck before, they could pick up this book and this deck. Yeah, it's not a traditional tarot, but it's close enough. And by the time they're, they're done, they would be proficient. I wanted that. And I also was very pleased with the fact that a lot of pro readers picked it up and started saying, oh, wow, this is, you know, this is so easy to read. I had so many people tell me they'd given up on tarot because they couldn't find their deck. And mm -hmm. they stumbled over the steel wizard and they're reading professionally again. So this was all this kind of feedback that I was getting. So when I, I got to put in this book together, yeah, I wrote it. Sorry, nobody else would write it for me. And um, just, I wanted to include as much as I could to give everybody as much as a of a leg up as I could. Mm. I think you did a phenomenal job with that. And I love the spreads that you included too. And also, you know, because my goodness, you sold your house, you did everything, you know, independently with the first edition. How did you like working with the publisher? You know, I, I always hear great things about Red Feather and, and Schiffer. You know, what was the experience like for you and, and how, you know, how, how do you, you know, allow other people to mess with your baby, you know? <laughs> it's a level of trust, okay? Um, they approached me when, it, when I was getting ready to, I was going to actually thinking about self-publishing The Eternal Seeker, but... I'm 72 years old. I'm real, I'm just getting a little long in the tooth to put in that kind of energy. And I'm tired, to tell you the truth. I am tired. So I would rather rather go with a publisher at this point simply because they've got the reach. They've got the backing. I mean, this thing is went internet. Well, the first one went international overnight, too. But that wasn't the point. The point was it's it's more affordable doing it this way for everybody concerned. Um, and plus the fact they, they work with you at Redford. They don't just here, this is what you got, take it or leave it. No, 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 no. They don't. They will go with you step by step. And every suggestion I had, they were more than happy. Yeah, let's try that. And because the vision, I mean, it worked, it just worked. And they're some of the best people I've ever worked with. I mean, ever, ever. I've made awesome. some really good friends with that with that company, and oddly enough, I went with with Red Feather because so many of my tarot friends and acquaintances have been with them and yeah. loved them. And I thought, what the heck? Let's let's give it a shot. And I I never went anywhere else. I didn't even approach another publisher after talking to them. Yeah, happy no, with everything. I've, I've heard great things about them, and just you know, on the publicity side, it's like they've been wonderful. Anytime we've Ask for a deck or an author. They've been oh, yeah. really great. They're real professional. Mm -hmm. You know, they like, they make it feel like it's important. Like they're not just like, oh, okay. you know, like some publishers, it's like you're interested in a particular author, a particular deck. You want to have them on the show, do an interview or whatever. And they'll send you a box of like what they have new on their slate. 
like, hey, let me, you know, it's like, um, I didn't really need all that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I really didn't. <laughs> now I feel like, oh, God, you know, do I have to interview everybody? You know, but I loved how how professional and together they were. You know, oh, when we, we had Daniel Loeb on to talk about his Rotomundi uh, tarot, and it was, they were just stellar to deal with. So I thought, okay, there's something about these guys is pretty good. <laughs> They are amazing. I I will say yeah. that right up front. And I I feel well. Okay, I feel like they value not just my work. I feel like they value me. Aww, and, and I mean, wonderful. I was really I had some questions about the contract. Um, I really did like with the first one. And so I just pointed it out. I sent a list of questions, and they said, well. Why don't we? Why, why don't you talk to Pete about this? Because Pete Schiffer, it's his company. And I thought, yeah. okay, so, you know, I mean, he owns the company, and oh, my goodness, and I, I don't, yeah, a little bit nervous. But honestly, that was one of the most seamless conferences I've ever had, ever, ever. He cool. genuinely listens. He's one of these active listeners who just, he absorbs every word. And then when you're done, when when you're saying, okay, then he will lay it out, just, he just, so do you have any other questions do you have any other concerns just he took all the time in the world and I was absolutely stunned absolutely and deeply appreciative and so yeah I mean that's who I went to whenever they well Chris McClure he was he was still running the red feather division at the time and he got a hold of me and said I heard that you're thinking about redoing the steel wizard and I said yeah I am and he said can I have it what are you offering? Well, pretty much the same deal we offered you on the internal figure. Sure, send me a contract. I mean, because that I trust easy. them. I do trust them mm. implicitly. implicitly. That means everything. It does. Uh, let me jump in because we got questions in the chat room. Uh, Pamela, cool. what type of reader are you? Empathic, intuitive, based on numbers, et cetera, et cetera. What is, what's your greatest skill? Also, do you do dream interpretations now? <laughs> well, I have, yes. Yes to all of it. Um, it just depends on who is who I'm reading for and what their needs are, okay? Because my job is to empower you to take the ball and run with it. That's what That's what it's all about. I don't want you coming to me every two weeks or even every two months or even, no, don't do that. I'm going to give you your information because this is stuff that you've already downloaded. My job is to interpret it and put it into kind of a story form for you. So yes to all the above. Sometimes I've got that noisy voice that (laughs) never, it's always been there. And no, it's not talking to me like a, no, it's not that. But it's sometimes that it's just, it's, and it's a little bit of everything all rolled into one. So do I have a specific? No, I go with whatever needs to be done at the time. Gotcha, gotcha. Let's see, what else? Is there other questions here? Oh, earlier on, Yellow had said, I will take whatever the tarot today universe has for me to listen to. Thank you so much for making a huge difference in my life. The last reading was so motivating and I thank you. Yeah, we did a, a reading for Yellow oh. last time. 
Remember Yellow? We did it. Welcome. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. Thanks so much. So now she it means wants, a lot to us. Right. And so now she wants us to just pull a card, whatever message we have. Whoa. I'm going to cut the deck here. Okay. So the heart of the matter I got is her as the maiden, the maiden of wands that we were just talking about. I love that. I love that. So, yeah, you know, ho- look how she's holding on to that wand. Too. It's a staff, actually. But, you know, you know, she's got the staff. She's ready. You know, it, it's that fiery energy. It's, it's like, you know, following her passions and so forth. And interestingly enough, when I pull off the top of the deck, I got the justice card. Card 11, again, you know, it's 11-11. Master number 11. Look at that. So whatever's going on with you, I feel that, you know, justice is going to be served, right? But remember, 11 is that seeker thing again. It's it's uh, 11 is um, the master illuminator number. And, you know, what is justice if it's not, you know, illuminating the truth, revealing the truth, you know? That's what I'm getting. So that's – it's like um, – with it being 11 today, I think that yellow should be um, learning, learning and teaching. What did you guys get? Did, it, did you pull a card? I pulled a crystal card. Oh, a crystal card. Oh, Mary. Go, 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 go. I got malachite. I got beautiful Ooh, malachite. That's pretty. I love it. I love malachite's one of my favorite stones, a green stone connected to the heart chakra. And also, you know, in this card, you know, the message is about healing and it, it's kind of a funny message. I'm a healing machine <laughs> manifesting miracles. So it, it's like an affirmation for it. So whatever it is, you know, that needs healing, you know, just think, yeah, you know, I can heal this in one way or another. And healing isn't always about finding a cure you know mm-hmm. it's about it's about getting better improving fixing you know it's not about you know trying to reach perfection or anything and, and malachite is is a beautiful stone because you know those patterns that we see in it they're all different regardless of what stone you get and they're mm-hmm. all beautiful even though they have all these weird shapes and weird things going on. So, you know, you think about that too, Yellow. You're beautiful, regardless mm. of what form, you know, your your little circles are in. <laughs> what did you get, Pam? Um, well, I drew the Ace of Swords from the Steel Wizard, which means that you're on, you just put your foot on the path to victory, okay? It's the ability to separate truth from BS, Okay. This is the sort of truth. It penetrates matter and informs it. So you know what you need to do. You know already. It's just that right now you have a tendency to overthink it. Stop doing that. Just go with it because that's the way it works. And ironically, I pulled this one out of the eternal seeker. Now, this one is the eternal seeker's answer to justice, card 11, okay, which I found really interesting when Dax pulled justice. And it's it simply says no one is above the law. The law is for all. And no matter what side of the fence you're on, what 
outside whatever your perception and your perspective is, you still know the truth of the situation. Don't overthink it. Just allow this to progress. Allow the truth to be seen. Allow allow the law to work for you. That okay? card looks so wide to me. I don't know. Which one? The one in your left hand. That's because it's an oracle card and it's that much wider. Oh, wow. Yep. I you love big cards. I hate cards. shuffling them, but I love big cards. I don't know why. I think it's good. Bigger pictures. You can see more. Yeah. Yep. I love that. I love that. It's oh. funny. My my stack of decks here is like still wizard on top, eternal seeker right here. And I'm like bookended with Pamela Steele's work. <laughs> I do not I do not know how to pronounce this person's name, Coesa. They're from Brazil. Uh I, I would like to know if Willen, ten nineteen ninety-five, uh sorry, nineteen eighty-five, will will be declared innocent in the courts. Oh, it's okay. Hmm. That's a yes. That's, no. a, that's a different question. Let's see. I'm gonna see. Let me cart I'm gonna cut to the heart of the matter. I got the moon card. Okay, so this is saying that it, you know, it's just not clear. There's a lot of things still in the shadows, but let me pull a card off the top to see for an outcome. Oh, hey, there you go. Lovers card. So card of choice, but uh lovers is card is card 6. In numerology 6 is success. So I I would say yes. That's my that's my interpretation. Mm. Anybody else pull a card or? Hold on. No, I pulled out my pendulum. My highlight pendulum. And it's oh, what'd really, you get? Well, it's very interesting. It is like very small circle. And there's like, you know, it's interesting. It's kind of like the moon card, you know, especially like the colors in how oh, I. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. This is the one I got in Tucson when I was with you, Dax. And oh, I my God. Up and I saw it like as soon as I walked in the door, I'm like. That's my pendulum. <laughs> that is so but cool. Very barely moving. So I feel like to me when a pendulum moves like that, you know, because I, I use them to answer just flat out yes, no questions like this. When it's barely moving, a small circle, it's like, yeah, but I feel like there's more to the story. Mm, and so there, there might be, you know, you know, some kind of quantifiers. In you know what the final finding is, but that's what I get. What about you, Pam? Did you pull a card? I actually I did that really quick yes no spread that, um, and the first one that came up was the the Maiden of Swords reverse, which means there's a pot the potential is there, but right now it's not being expanded mm. on. It's not being explored. Okay. The second card that came up was the Page of Pentacles again reverse. But that means that there's information that you don't have yet. Mary, that's bang on what you just said. And this is playing oh, yeah. on it because until the rest of you need you need more information, bottom line. Okay. Mm -hmm. And lastly, the, the card is right now a definite no. If you can go ahead and get the rest of the info out there, then your foundation's gonna be solid, then it'll be a yes. But at this point, you need to cover your other steps in order to make it happen. Yeah, that's. I feel that's similar to what I got with yeah. the potential for success, yeah. but it's it's kind of shrouded now with the moon yeah. hidden, and you have to un uncover that, you know. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, There's you that. know, some kind of evidence proving him innocent, kind of thing. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. You just haven't thought of it yet. Pamela, we're going to have to have you back on the show because there's so much more to go into, and we're almost at the end here. Uh, Let's go over to the phone lines and see if we can grab a phone call here. Who's been waiting the longest? 856. Caller, uh, area code 856, are you there? Hi, how are you? It's Rosemaria. Oh, good. How are you? What's your name, hon? Where are you calling from? Uh, Rosemaria from New Jersey. I heard Jersey, but New what Jersey. Was, what was the name? Rose Maria. Oh, Rose, Rose Maria. Maria. Rose Maria from, from New Jersey. Jersey. What do you want to talk about? Uh, a lot of things are going on, so I know, like the manifesting and all that happy stuff. So with me, it's like it's not working. So I don't even know what the heck is going on. Why it's not working? With my part, so if that makes sense. Why isn't your manifesting work working? <laughs> it's not working. It's not working, so. Hmm. That's a cool question. Your wish isn't clear. What you're wishing for, basically what this card's telling me is that you're saying, I want. And in order to make it happen, you have to you have to say I choose, okay? I choose to experience and go from there. And and once you've chosen your experience, you have to know not. It's, it's like having an expanded vision board. Not only can you see it, but you know what it smells, tastes, touch. You know this. You know what it feels like, and you're just creating a place for it to exist. But right now, the clarity isn't there, so that's why you're having trouble. In my opinion. Hmm. I got, hey, there's still hope, though. I got, the, oh, yeah. I got the star card. Got the star card. So the hope is still there. But, um, Pamela, you're going to have to help me with this one. This is one of your cards. Uh-oh. Your extra cards. Card oh. 22, the weaver. This puts you on your path. Your path is definitely, you're definitely on the right path. It's just ah. that sometimes with the weaver, you can get your threads in the tapestry entangled with others and so make sure that all of your threads are clear and that you're not tangled up with somebody else's emotion life or anything like that the weaver is very very blunt and very straightforward really i want to ask you something real quick and then we'll get mary's take on the question at hand but i just got to ask this because i'm a numerologist um 22 is the master builder number and it and it fits the concept of the weaver perfectly was that on purpose or accidental it just happened i it just happened isn't that amazing though how the universe works you weren't even thinking that you were just numbering the cards and the weaver which is a builder Mm -hmm. ends up as master number 22 the master builder number yep none of this was planned what you guess me um yeah you know what's interesting is I got the strength card. Strength. And, and so to me, you know, what this is saying is it's like, okay, I'm I'm working on this manifesting stuff. I did my part. Where is it happening? Where, where is it happening? You know, with it, the strength card is sometimes it's like, look, it reminds us that we can't force anything to happen. Or we can, like, work with the universe mm-hmm. and hope that it is working with us. But usually what it is, it's like within ourselves, like 
with the strength card, you know, a lot of times it's also about our inner strength. It's about it's about the beast within, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and learning to, you know, what I tell people to do, it's like reclaim it, you know, reclaim that primal energy, name it and tame it. And name so it that, and tame it. I love that. You know, so that that's always working with you, that that energy is always working with you and not you know, you know, something that we try to force, you know, or that we're not coming off as like a roaring lion when we're just a sweet little kitten inside, you know, (laughs) we've got to find the balance there, you know, so I, so I think, you know, it's not that you're not doing the right work or you're not doing anything, you know, not doing anything wrong. I think it's like that. I think it's outside of the manifestation manifestation work that you're doing and it's really on the inside it's like if we sit there and we say oh I did all this and now it's not happening now it's not happening you know we need to kind of let go of that expectation and be good with where we are with where Mm. things are so that we're in that flow where we're not trying to force it we're not trying to expect it to happen well, we take what comes. We take what comes naturally, you know? So that's what I get. Awesome. I hope that helped you out, and thanks for the question, Rosemaria. Yeah. Cool. Appreciate it. Thank you. Enjoy the rest of your weekend there. And yeah. we are at the end of the show. I want to say if you're watching an archive, there's a link to the third edition of the Steel Wizard Tarot on this page you're watching this video on. Yes, and check out the Tarot Guild as well, and I'm going to have a review up where you can see more of the cards, and I'll talk more about the book probably tomorrow. Oh, get on our social media, and you know we'll put that out all over the social media for you folks. When Mary's got her full review and everything out there, and there's a short... Uh, Flip through, right? Though we have the yep. that one. Yeah, there's already a walk through. There's already got the, the walk through. Yeah. Walk through, flip through. Well, we're just gonna have to have you back on, Pamela. I would again like and that. again. Steel Wizard Part Three or Part Two, Ooh. Third Edition, but Part Two of our discussion. <laughs> there's more to the story. I feel that there's more to the story. Paul Harvey. Yeah. Paul Harvey. Paul Harvey. That. And that's the rest of the story. Bye, everybody. Have a great weekend. Happy uh, Veterans Day to all the veterans out there. Good night, Mary Ellen. Good night, John Boy. Good night. Bye, Pam. Bye.